Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, happy Friday and you know what that means. It's time to recap Firefly Lane. So let's take a moment out and we'll be right back. Boom, here we are present and we have pregnant Tully who doesn't seem to be handling this very well. And what I I don't mean physically, I really mean mentally. She's not sure what she wants to do at this point. She's, to me, maybe you can help me with this because it seems like she was in a bit of denial. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queen Pin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, episode five called Sweet Child Oh My. Tully's lies threatens the duel's relationship. Kate gets stressed out over a huge life changes. A treasure gift leads to a gut-wrenching goodbye. Happy Friday, Coupon Queen Pen, and how you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm just like blown away by this episode because oh, you're not the only so one. <laughs> much, so much has been unfolded. Oh my goodness. Like watching it we got to see again this i'm loving how they are creating this whole entire series i hope there's another season i haven't really searched into it because there's so much there's so much happening right now but we got to see the the pregnancy the birth then it goes back to the present life of tully kind of dealing with all her emotions and you know there's things that we learn about her too that we're kind of like oh what's going to happen here so and then of course uh, you know kate and her relationship with john in the present and then going back to uh, them as teenagers and kate really just like no i don't want to be friends with you anymore tully yeah i think the whole you know what got me was the whole echoing Mm -hmm. the echoing of you know how can i put it the past And then you see the same pattern coming forward and coming forward and coming forward. And it it makes you kind of think like, is this something we can help? Can we break the pattern? Can we not break the pattern? You know, because it's, it's almost like, especially with Tully, you see her try not to be like her mom, but it's like the more you see her try not to be like her mom, the more she is like her mom or if that makes any sense yeah and you know the other thing is too I feel like I don't know if you've heard this from your parents or from aunts and uncles and stuff like that but my mom always says history repeats itself like you know whatever you've done as a child it's it repeats like it's your children are going to do the same thing to you either the same way or two times worse or three times worse so this is what we're really seeing and I probably see what I guess they see what they see in me 
of course, things have changed differently, but because change, times have changed, there's different opportunities. There's uh, a lot of things that happen that refl- that affect that. How do you call, what are we going to call this? The, the ripple effect here, the history, the right, cycle. That, that, that ripple effect, but it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, you know, it's like even starting off with going into Kate, we see her dancing with John and they're like having a great bonding moment over the fact that she's pregnant. She's having their baby. She's having what could be, you know, baby Madonna, which I thought was so hilarious. They wanted to name the baby after Madonna. Um, <laughs> or, you know, they, they, they're, they're thinking, or, or Axel after Axel Rose. And, you know, John didn't even know. He's like, I'm not naming my child after a car part. And she's like, no, it's after a band member. You know, so these two are like, they're enjoying this moment, this beautiful moment. And then we start to see how, you know, her mom, when she's, got her older brother in one hand and she's pregnant with Kate. And then we see, you know, Tully's, Tully's mom, you know, how things were with her when she found out she was pregnant with Tully and how this kind of affects all of them and shaped all of them. And then it's just like, boom, here we are present. And we have pregnant Tully, who doesn't seem to be handling this very well. And what I I don't mean physically, I really mean mentally. She's not sure what she wants to do at this point. She's, to me, maybe you can help me with this because it seems like she was in a bit of denial. Sorry, what were you talking about the the denial part? (laughs) In other words, like Tully's in a bit of denial. You know, she she's she's not sure where she is with this. Like she's like the kind pregnancy of accept- though? Yeah, with her pregnancy. Okay. Like she's kind of accepting the reality of it, but it's like, you know, she's not she, she hasn't made up her mind either way. It's really scary because I get where she's coming from. Again, talking about the cycle and the history repeating itself. She doesn't want to she doesn't want to have to go through what her mother has gone with her, but also Telly needs to realize her life is so much better now than what it was before. You can't do that comparison completely because she's worked her butt off. She's she's she became this household name because we've seen it through the episodes how people are like oh my gosh you're like the best news reporter oh my gosh like that story that you did was like so inspiring and yada 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 so she i feel like she's scared because of the abandonment that she went through and 
I don't blame her because she's like, what do I do at this point? And am I old enough to still be a mom? Am I able to still take on this child and be able to be that parent? Like I'm not a parent and Kate's really trying to console her. And this is again, where we see a different part of the, the friendship of her stepping in and saying, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like everything's going to be all right. No one gives you a handbook. No one gives you a course that says how to become a parent. Like it all depends. Like you learn as you go. Obviously I'm not a parent, but I can say from my parents' perspective, they've always told me history repeats itself, but you have to learn how to handle the situation and change things for the good for them. But in Tully's situation, I feel bad for her. I really do. She's really stuck in a pickle of thinking, do I keep it? Do I not? What do I do? I, I, I'm just, she's just going nuts. And she, we see these flashbacks of her and her childhood in like those, you know, split moments. Like they really give it to us like in seconds, like of her feeling abandoned, her mom taking her away for the second time. And then again, it's like, as she gets older, then we see her through her teenage years. And, you know, Telly just has so much to really work on herself. Again, I'm not a professional. This is what I'm thinking of her. It, she really needs a lot to work on herself mentally too. Like it's, it's a lot for her to handle. And again, going back to the last couple episodes, people have said, wow, Tully seems like she lives this sad life, but Kate doesn't really see Kate looks at her as this, you know, powerful woman and, you know, doing talk shows and on radio and, and she's really worked hard and strived to become good into her career. And now it's like, well, how do I, do this? How do I become a parent? Do I want to become a parent? Do I really want children? It's her past that's affecting her to the present day. Right. And this is, I think, where we really get to see what what is what has been driving Tully the way it's been driving her. Because it's like, we see this person who's so driven almost to the point of like, it's go big or go home. That that that's the only way I can put it. She's so driven. She's gotta she's gotta live the life, you know, and live it not now but right now. So it's like, oh my gosh. But you know, God, we've seen her through what two relationships? Well, actually, kind right, of one, but you know, one, think- one and a half. I don't know what you would call it, you know, because <laughs> you keep referring to the poor EMTs the guy the kid the yeah. something <laughs> and also she's only been a couple dates and must she was involved with her teacher and it was like she's like scared she's scared of commitment because if you would have think about it she probably would have just probably just gone for it like she I feel like she is afraid of commitment. You know, she just sticks around with this guy. Okay, done. You know, comes around. There's another guy. Okay, done. You know, then we got this EMT guy who's just been a fling, but is not really committed while meanwhile, this guy's falling in love with her. So there's so much happening to this woman that we are, you can connect the dots, obviously, through her in the past. And when they're teenagers, and of course, during their work life, their young life, let's call them their young life. Uh, right right it I feel bad for her I I and I completely get it I completely get it it's just like wow 
So we see Tully now, you know, she's trying to make it so that the show goes on and everything's all good. And then we cut to, we cut to where, you know, John and Mara are walking Axel. Okay, by the way, they got to name the dog Axel. So yeah, you know, Kate got her way. <laughs> but yeah, they're walking Axel who, you know, we find out that when Kate was pregnant with Mara, Tully bought her a dog, a puppy. And it was starting to affect because now they're now we're seeing where Tully is injecting herself into Mara's pregnancy because it's now become their baby, like the community baby, as opposed to just being John and Kate's baby. It's now Tully, John, and Kate's baby. And John's not really happy about that. You know, he's he's like, you know, we should be happy with this. This is our baby. And he's letting Kate know that this is not cool. So not cool. Just so not cool. And Kate is trying to really explain this is her best friend. She means well. She's trying. She wants to be, you know, there with them and experience this. And she's trying to, which she always seems to compensate for Tully and compensate for Tully's downfalls as opposed to, you know, just saying, hey, you know what? This is your fault. But it's just, you know, John's not having it. And he didn't want the dog. But of course, what happens when you mix cute dog with people in a room somebody's going to fall in love with the dog so Axel stayed <laughs> Axel was supposed to be Mara's dog even though Mara wasn't born yet because remember this was while she was still pregnant so it's like oh my gosh but then we cut to Mara you know now and John walking the dog and they're talking they're talking about what happened at the recital guys uh yeah you remember when john punched mr pta dad yeah and the funny thing is mara is mad at her mom but she doesn't realize what she saw wasn't really what was going on now dad explains hey that's not what was happening. What you thought you saw wasn't what it was. So now she's like, wait, what? And I think this is the first time, which is why I keep saying the bird nesting was very confusing for me. This is the first time that someone has actually sat her down and explained, you know, we're just not working we're it's nobody really no one's fault it's just that you know they love each other but for whatever reason they're not working and it's not even really that it's just that john doesn't want to take the blame because remember guys 
he told everyone he wanted to go find himself. So now he's off to find himself. And in a way, I can't blame him because he doesn't want to tell his daughter, you know what, we're getting a divorce because I want to go find myself in another country separate from you and your mom, because that is going to make her blame him. And he knows it. And, and I think that's the really crazy part is that he does know that. So he's very careful with his wording. But this is the first time that someone has sat her down and said, hey, things don't really go the way you want them to. And so now they're talking, you know, they're talking. And then we see something happen with Axel. But then we also cut to being back at the studio because remember, Kate is now working again with Tully or near Tully. And she works for a person named Kimber. And Kimber now wants a, an interview with Tully, you know, to find out who Tully is. I mean, you know, things that people want to know about celebrities. And the crazy part is Kimber begins to, to interview Tully and she starts asking some pretty hard questions. One of which is, hey, I can't find any record of your mom's passing which really set her off because it was like, okay, now we're trying to figure out what's going on because now Tully freezes. And here comes Kate da, 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 to the rescue. You know, she's talking, she's talking to Kimber and saying, maybe you need to go freshen up and I'll get coffee. And just to take the attention off of Tully and Kimber doesn't really realize what's going on but it's almost like no matter how awkward Kate seems to be she has the perfect exit strategy didn't you think her timing was impeccable oh she's definitely experienced she's learned a lot and I feel like as podcasters ourselves sometimes you find it's weird how things shift in the wrong way or you're trying to like you know stay on track we somehow know how to like okay let's let's bring it in so it's remarkable to see her work and her actual work come out in in different scenarios and especially with this one you know this was a tough one and to really see her getting challenged by you know about your mom and your life and you don't talk about it and you've said this in an article and you said that and what do you feel about that and how do you like how do you manage and is there more like you know you claim that this this and that and it's just she's all over the place and it it doesn't help that she is pregnant too and she's going through those feelings as well on top of that and she's got to deal with this woman who really just wanted to dig into her life even more yeah yeah i mean you know it's 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 weird because when i was looking at kimber i'm getting those vibes of when carol when they used to work at what was it kpoc and you know she was just the intern or the assistant and now i'm like oh gosh 
Tully kind of feels like she's back in the hot seat, but it allows her to actually have that moment where she goes and she, you know, she can go back into her dressing room and we find out that she doesn't call her mom, mom. She calls her mom by her first name or whatever name she gave herself, which is cloud. And she's like, you know, how can we flip this around? And the funny thing is Kate is great at remembering the story she told. So she helps her find some, you know, story about Tom Cruise and sunglasses. And she's like, yeah, I'll just tell her that. I'll just tell her that, you know, and they're okay. But now this is when Kate gets the call about Axel and, you know, she's got to go. But the funny thing is she wants to stay with her friend. She's like, no, I can't leave you like this. But Tully's like, hey, I'm a big girl. I got this, you know. And so it's like, all right. But then we go back again to Kate's pregnancy and we see them at, you know, an appointment. It's the sonogram appointment. And she's just like, okay, you know, and Tully is really invested in this. Tully is truly, truly invested in this. And the funny thing is like, so John, remember, is still having those feelings of like, this is not your baby. This is our baby. And she wants to know the gender of the baby. And they're like, uh, no, we don't want to know. We want a surprise. We want a surprise. But, you know, she wants to be able to buy stuff for the baby. She wants to be able to make that happen, you know? And she's, so they're like, no, we'll wait. We'll, we'll actually, we'll actually wait. And the funny thing is now Kate starts going through all these emotions and saying, hey, you know what? I don't feel like myself. Stop telling me what to do, which is a normal myriad. Unfortunately, gentlemen, that is a normal myriad of emotions. You know, we go from hot to cold to really angry to really sleepy to really happy to really hungry. Mm -hmm. We are like the seven dwarves in one body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are like the seven dwarves in one body. So it's like, you never know what you're going to get. And yes, anything you say can and probably will be held against you. So please choose your words wisely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because I have seen the most calm and humble people become really violent monsters. Mm. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, let, let, let go let go of that don't 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 hold that let let sit down you know you know and, and you think that you're being nice and it's like don't tell me what to do so yes yes i'm telling you this is what we do this is what we do we have no control over it we will start crying at the drop of a hat no please no you didn't do anything yeah just go with the flow go with the flow <laughs> bring a tissue, have a donut, bring some chicken, rub some feet, put somebody to bed, you know, just do it all. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Just do it all. Just, you know, we all have those moments at any time. Like it's right. just, it's just crazy how it is super crazy. Our bodies are. Yeah. So 
you know, she's going through this and the doctor's explaining, you know, it's hormones, it's hormones. And she even starts yelling at the doctor who just like, doesn't miss a beat. It's like, okay, you're feeling like that. That's fine. That's great. Everybody go home now. Like, what, what do you want me to do? You know, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so crazy, but she's like, you know, she's talking and she's talking to Tully and she's like, I want to be able to do stuff. And, you know, we skip to, we skip to now her baby shower because her mom is throwing her a baby shower. And we find out that she's actually pregnant at the same time as her sister-in-law. And now the crazy part is everybody and and for those of you that don't know i don't know why this happens but at your baby shower there are 20 people that are pregnant beside you it's like okay yeah but everybody's pregnant all at the same time so um you know she gets there and of course everybody's telling her you know this is what we did this is what and we start to see kate spinning out She's like, you know, now she's listening to everything they said. And the one thing I will say is you got to learn your own rhythm. You got to learn your own body and you got to make your own way because it's great to take advice from people, but everyone will tell you how they think that you should do it, what they did. You know, they, they gave birth standing on their head while humming the national anthem. It, it, <sighs> do what works for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's so crazy. Yes, there are certain things that are, how can I put it, that are universal, but it's just like all the extra stuff, it can drive you crazy. And I, I remember at some point I had a moment like that myself. So it's like where, you know, everybody's telling you and you realize your life is going to change because there's this little person and believe it or not, it usually happens near the end. So crazy, near, usually happens near the end. But she's there and she runs outside and, and Tully tells her, she's like, you know, it's too late to not want to have this baby. You should have decided that a long time ago. And she's like, I just want to feel like a human being. I just want to feel like a normal woman. And I don't know what to do. And she's like, can we just go to Vegas? Can we do this? And can we do that? And she says, I promise you, I will take you to Vegas. I promise you, we will do all the things that you want to do. So, you know, it, it's, it's, again, the dynamic shifts with the whole kind of, um, you know, them needing to lean on each other, which I think is cool because at first it kind of seems like, Tully needed to lean on Kate when they were younger. Now it's more like you see the dynamic shift where Tully has found her power and she's like, okay, you know what? You can lean on me. I can make this work. I got you. I got you. I got you. So you see, you still see how their friendship is so solid. It's super solid, but we now go further and we see when they were younger in school and remember 
in the last episode, Tully's mom told her that she didn't have cancer and she is not happy. She is not happy about the lie. She shows up on Tully's doorstep with all her stuff that she borrowed from her friend and says, I want my stuff back. I want my barrettes. I want my book. I want my stuff back. And she does not want to hear Tully out. I mean, we know that it gets better when they get older, obviously, but was it just me or did you kind of feel at the moment that that was going on, that it was unfixable? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I felt like it was a friendship that was not going to repair that quickly. Um, It's like Kate was really hurt. Kate was really, you know, I know what Tully was trying to do. She was embarrassed. She was like, how do I tell people the truth about my mom? How do I expose this? How do I be comfortable with this? She's not comfortable with any of it. She's embarrassed and all that. So for her to keep Kate and the way she said, she's like, but you know, you were, you were my best friend. And it finally hit Kate. Like I'm, I'm your best friend. Well, was you were my best friend was my best friend. So I, I thought we were going to see like, some sort of five-year breakup and come back together but clearly it seems like they you know washed their hands and became friends again (laughs) yeah I noticed that I was like oh okay this is pretty pretty quick (laughs) this is not something that's like hey they were pretty quick with it I mean because remember they were going to John her and her mom were going to John Denver thing and her mom did the cutest thing which she's like which I honestly Okay, from a queen coupon queen pin standpoint, I'm sorry we would have gone to see John Denver because I wasn't wasting that money, but, <laughs> um, or somebody would have gone with me to see John Denver. But um, I just, you know, her mom's like, you know what? Darn it, we messed up. I I got the days mixed up. Go talk to your friend, and she really sees that these girls need to talk. But the funny thing is, right before then cloud Tully's mom shows up at her door with the book that um you know that tell that Kate was asking Tully for and she's telling her about the book and it's almost her in her own way she's saying you know what you're the bright spot you know Tully needs you and and it's almost like everybody's kind of trying to push them back together because they realize not just Tully, not just Kate, but they both need this friendship, you know? They do. They do. And also the mom says, like, I miss that dynamic duel. And I guess when, you know, when mom was in the car and was kind of like, you know, shoot, I got the dates mixed up, go and help her, just go and help her. She ended up going and it was kind of like a rough like encounter that uh like you know Kate did notice that Telly didn't need help but Telly stops her and they ended up making amends uh together and stuff and you know it's because of that friendship they built too from the beginning and you know they try to hash down everything uh which they did but um yeah it seems like everybody was telling them you need to get back together you guys need to be friends again you guys need to continue on even from telly's mom and kate's mom it's just like you know these two are so good together 
and they have this amazing friendship that of course we've seen it to the present day it goes for a long time right and it's it's so amazing it's so amazing from that even from that moment but then we keep going back to Kate giving birth and I kept saying throughout this whole episode what was the reason why do we keep spending so much time on Kate's pregnancy and Kate's birth and how is this doing anything for Tully but it starts to make sense once they're in the bar oh by the way for those of you that don't know Tully took pregnant Kate to a bar to do shots of water, which I thought was the most innovative thing ever. Like Tully's doing tequila and Mm. pregnant Kate is doing shots of water. So it's just like they're having that friendship moment, but still kind of keeping it PG-13 at the same time. Mm. So it it was so awesome. It was so awesome. And they're doing it like they're doing shots and they are having a ball until. Yeah, nature had to take its course at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Kate's water broke. And, you know, the funny thing is, even though Tipsy Tully was there, I, I, I think I like that name, Tipsy Tully. (laughs) tipsy tully was there she had the presence of mind to tell kate hey we gotta go i'm gonna call everybody on the way to the hospital and you know you're going to make this work and the crazy part is they get there they get to the hospital they go and they are having a ball you know and now john is actually running late he runs in he's got the bag and the first thing he does now you would think this man would be worried about his wife and the baby coming and you know kate's over there screaming and having a baby and everything's going it's go time go time go time no the first thing john wants to do is yell at tully this Mm -hmm. is your fault uh no dude Nine months ago, this was your fault. Like, (laughs) why are we having this conversation now? Because all I could think is, like, they're arguing in the forefront. And it was so funny because it was such a, such a, like, comical moment because they're arguing in the foreground. And then you see, like, Kate in the background trying to push out a baby until she finally says, like, hey, everybody, I'm trying to push out a whole human being here. So, yeah. (laughs) And it's just so, it's so, like, oh, my gosh. You know, but they are, like, at this moment, she's having this baby and they are pleased and what I mean is it becomes full circle because as soon as baby Mara comes out we actually see we actually see you know Tully have this 
flashback, this personal flashback of being back in the park, being left on a bench, being pushed through a crowd because it's not about her. And now we see why Mara is so invested in, I mean, Tully's so invested in Kate. Tully's invested in Kate because she never wanted to have that feeling again, that feeling of being left behind, that feeling of being sit, sitting on a bench. And it now all makes sense. And it was just, oh my gosh. Now I know there's something beautiful happening over there, but I, I don't know about you, Angelica, but I couldn't help but feel bad for Tully at that moment. It's like, oh my goodness. We see all those feelings surface. It's going back to her past and catching up to her again. And it was, I feel like, again, I feel bad for Tully. I'm feeling bad for her because through all her years and especially in that moment, it's like she just wanted to run away. She's just like, I can't be here. I need to leave. I need to leave. And, you know, we see her kind of just squeeze her way out of there because she sees two, these two so in love and, you know, bringing Mara into the world brought so much emotion to them to be a completed family and she just completely lost it but then we see her on the phone because she did tell uh, Kate that she got a huge job opportunity in New York for NBC and she decides to get on the phone and call them and she's like I'm I'm looking forward to it I want to do it because again Kate being that encourager of a friend too saying like no you should take it this is your dream you should go after it and take it and we see John after saying, well, you know, Kate, uh, Tully, I'm, I'm sorry that I yelled at you, overreacted with everything. You know, it's been crazy. So it's, uh, I'm feeling bad for Tully. I really am. Yeah, you're not the only one. I was just like, oh, this poor woman. And he even says, you know, it's just the three of us. It's perfect. And she begins to feel so shut out, even by her friend. And the crazy part is now we switch to the present where it's now Kate, John, and Mara, and they're looking at Axel. They've called the vet, and the vet tells them that they've got to put poor Axel down. And they're sitting there, just the three of them, trying to make this decision. And even Kate says, is there anything we can do? And they're like, no 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 and they kind of don't know how to handle this how to make it cohesive but they actually you know sit there and they cry and they mourn together and you know they decide you know they're going to be there until the bitter end the crazy part is, you know, at this point, we also see, you know, Tully confronting whom she believes to be the possible baby daddy, you know, and, you know, Mr. EMT, the kid, Mr. Fruz, Fruz I can never say this, Fruzinglaja, um, you know, and... I know I always have a problem with that word. It's like, it's not, it's kind of weird to say, Frugian Glacia. So, um, 
you know, and she meets up with him after a run and he's like, you know, she's trying to talk to him and feel him out for the day. And she asks him for another chance over a hot dog. Hmm. Which I thought was so interesting. And they spend the day together and they're talking and they're walking and she's getting everything out and making it work. And it's so cool. It's just like super cool. Everything's great. And he takes her back to her house. And of course, now the funny thing is this time he kind of remembers the rules. And he's like, you know what? You want me to come in? You don't want me to come in? And she's like, no, no. He says, okay, I respect that. And he's like, I'm going to go home. And she says, okay, bye. And as the doors close, she just blurts out that she's pregnant. Yay. Isn't that an amazing way to find out that somebody's pregnant? Isn't that awesome? You know, like, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant. Bye. (laughs) She doesn't finish the sentences with your baby, with your baby. (laughs) Yeah, because now this poor man, like, okay, but here's the funny thing. Like, Tully, this man can still come back upstairs. Like, you, you didn't, you didn't do it right. Like, if you were, like, waiting for him... You should have just like waited till he got all the way home and then just like texted him or called him or something or just like yelled out the window or something. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They leave us in that moment too, in that segment of, of um, Tully with the EMT guy. But, you know, it seems like she was starting to open up to him through that right. whole little date and, you know, you know, having a hot dog in the park and just walking through and just chit chatting and talking. And, you know, I was glad that she was able to talk to him. And when I heard him say, like, you know, I didn't expect to get divorced at this age, but, you know, I'm so happy and I just want to I'm I'm with a fantastic woman um, who I'm dating and he's just like i want uh, the white picket fence and the family and i was just like oh my god just tell him just tell him i know i was like okay she's gonna tell him now okay she's gonna tell him now like she's gonna tell him over a hot dog she's gonna tell him on the way home that's why i kept feeling like she's gonna tell him she's gonna tell him it's like no you wait till this man is leaving classic telly way i guess you know leaving you with surprises I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But then we cut back to Kate and her family. And, you know, she's trying to get Mara to open up to her and sit there and, you know, deal with this. And she's like, no, I just want to go see my best friend, my other best friend. And it's like, whoa, you know, we hear those words again. And we realize it cuts her really, really deep. Then not only that, we also, you know, she's, talking to John and it's like she says that final goodbye because he's leaving the house because Mara's not going to be there for the for you know for the night and it's just like you know everybody was trying to be nice you know and stay around for each other but I think this is the point they realize that they have to kind of go their separate ways for for a little bit you know and 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 I think this is when John and Kate kind of realized that their divorce is really solidified, you know? But then, oh my gosh, we cut to Miss Kimber. Remember Kimber, the lady that was interviewing Tully? Yeah. 
while Kimber decides to go to a diner and we're like you know okay Kimber's in the diner Kimber's in the diner but I knew to myself I said to myself I said this could not be good this cannot be good Kimber sees the lady the 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 waitress pouring coffee and says what can I get for you is there anything I can do for you and she looks at the lady and she says yes you can give me information on Tully Hart and it's an older cloud yes she has found Tully's mom and the shock on her face but this is the way the episode ends it was like boom what's gonna happen next you know seeing her mom at the cafe yeah okay she she's not dead she is alive what else is gonna unfold with this is this going to affect her career? Is this going to affect the decisions that she makes? The fact that this woman has found this, her mom, we still don't know if she's given her any address or she ended up just doing her own research. So there's a lot that's going to unfold in the next coming episodes. Of course, we haven't watched the next episode until you guys are watched. I've listened to this recap and we're watching episode by episode. But the thing is here. There is so much that they're leaving us to this ending that you're, it kept me thinking. It kept me thinking, like, how is this woman even alive? When did, when did Telly ever leave the house? When did they claim that she died? Was this another way of Telly thinking, right. maybe my, maybe this is my way out. Like, if I run away and claim that I don't have a mom and she's gone, then I can start my life again. Or who knows? There's so much to unravel here. Right. Now, here's the funny thing. Um, remember her telling the EMT guy that her mom died when she was young, 15? Yeah. I'm thinking, because remember, when her mom, okay, you guys are going to have to follow me on this. When her mom left her in the park, she was a little girl, but the police brought her back. Mm-hmm. right so is it a possibility that she didn't get to her mom cloud until she was 15 and the person that she's considering her mom was actually her grandmother who raised her hmm. because remember she grew up okay. in her grandmother's house it could be it, you have a valid point maybe she's trying to cover that up and claim that her grandmother is her mom, which she totally respects her 100%. And, you know, the fact that she took on the role of taking care of her. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah, because remember, she doesn't call her, her mom, who is her mom by her mom, she calls her Cloud. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility she's actually talking about her grandmother. Mm-hmm. I I feel like you're onto something and that could be it. Well, we will find out. We will find <laughs> out. Oh my gosh. This was an interesting episode to unpack. What did you think? 
oh my gosh it was a great episode so much has happened and you're starting to think like why is there so much pregnancy things go happening but it kind of put the pieces together for all of us and it i love how it's connected the dog and the past dog and the present you know there's different different things happen that interconnect with everything like everything aligns with everything like it's just crazy but of course we forgot to add about the photographer speaking to kate before this whole thing started but you know who knows is kate ever going to date again like what's going to happen with that in her present life but you know it's I really enjoyed this episode. I'm enjoying the series. I hope they come up with a season two, but like how much can they do? Cause you're sharing already so much. There's so much happening. And I, know. I don't even know what else could they do in season two. Who knows? Maybe they'll find something. <laughs> like them in the future of like, you know, growing old and telly, you know, just being that mom who knows like there's so well, much. Well, think about it this way. What we thought was happening in, in episodes one through four wasn't actually happening. So <laughs> there's a lot to still unpack. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Because there's a lot of questions that I'm still kind of like, who died? That is still the big question, guys. We we know that something happened. We just don't know to who. Yeah, exactly. So is it safe to say to wrap this up? Let's do it. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. So what are you thinking of this season so far? I mean, Tully, Kate, are you picking a side? Are you team anyone? I don't know, guys. I don't know. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey, this is P. Perkins Heard from the Trep Life Podcast, and you are listening to the CQP Moments Podcast. Remember to subscribe, share, and enjoy.